We read from the book of Romans, Qiraatna kanit min risalat rumi. In the world of nature, you see a number of different things which exist in a balance with uh, each other. So you could talk about a balance that exists between, for instance, plant life and animal life. Now I'm in a tawazon between the life, the life, the 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 وبين الحياة بمعنى الحيوانات. Now I'm in the You might talk about a balance that exists between different kinds of animals. بين حيوانات مختلفي. God is the one who created all things. And in some sense, you might say that such balances, هذه التوازنات, are the work of his hand. Now, as we look at spiritual things, we see certain things as well in balance. As we look to God's word, we find doctrine, teaching, ta'lim, teaching regarding God, regarding man, regarding salvation, regarding other matters. And this teaching is very uh, important. It is the truth. It is the basis, the foundation for any real relationship with God. Do we see only teaching? No, we see other things as well. We see promises. Wa'ud. Promises. We could say are needful, are needed. Because we live in a world that has difficulties and challenges, alam fi sobet wa tahdiyat, troubles and trials, mashakil, masaib, temptations, tajarib, and therefore we need encouragement, we need support, we need comfort. Nahtaj ila taazi wa ila tajia wa ila daam. Something that will help us to be patient. Something that will help us to persevere. الصبر والاستمراري شي شجعنا على هذه الأمور. God's word also contains commandments, instructions, precepts. الوصايا الرب بيأمرنا بأمور عديدي. Why? Because he wants our lives to be filled with holiness, with righteousness, with godliness. Qadesi wa What is my daily life like? What is it apart from God's commandments? And when I hear God's commandments and follow God's word, isn't it different? It should be. And considerably uh, so. And this is a chapter in which we have many uh, commandments. From the beginning of the chapter, uh, we are told that we are supposed to do what? We are supposed to offer our bodies to the Lord as a living sacrifice. Verse 2, don't be like the world. Don't allow the, wor- the world to mold you, 
تو مولد يو انه العالم هو يصنعكم بشكل معين verse 3 tells us that we shouldn't think of ourselves too highly you don't have that problem surely neither do i <laughs> not to think of ourselves too highly believers are like a body and that body has many members the eye does not exist and function alone العين لوحده ما بتعيش ولا بتعمل اي شيء نافع لوحده لوحده the ear is not everything the hand is not everything there is a joining together in which all members are subject to the head the head being the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, different talents and abilities. Verse 6 of the chapter. Uh, the Lord gives different talents and abilities. Not all parts of the body are identical. Not every part is a clone of, the every, of every other part. So, if someone is given the uh, ability to prophesy, or you might think of that, to teach, then that person should teach, and should teach properly according to the Bible. Those uh, who uh, uh, exhort uh, should, uh, uh, should do so uh, in a right way. Uh, those who teach should watch to their uh, teaching. Uh, the one who gives, let him do it with liberality, with generosity. The one who shows mercy, let him do it with cheerfulness. Verse 9, love should be real and genuine. Love should be real and genuine. It should not be uh, a pretense. Uh, it should be uh, without uh, hypocrisy. Kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly uh, love, preferring uh, others to uh, ourselves, not slothful uh, in business. Uh, Paul the Apostle himself had work, you might say, in more than one realm. Be actor min majer. Of course, there was his work as a servant of the Lord and as a servant of the gospel. And here and there, we understand that he used another skill, another ability in order to support himself, namely his ability to make tents. Now, would it have been a good testimony if Paul's making of tents if the tents that he made were lousy and his work was poor in quality, and if the people who bought a tent that he made uh, uh, would tell others, yes, we did buy a tent that he made, but it, we never went back to him because we regretted going there. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit. Fervent in spirit. Warm. And more than warm. Hot. 
on fire as far as the Lord is concerned. Remember the Lord Jesus and his cleansing of the temple. My house should be a house of prayer. You have made it a den of thieves. The zeal of thine house has eaten me up. غيرت بيتك أكلتني مش غيرتي إنه شو إنه سيطر وعربش على الكراسي وتمسك ب بأمور في هالعالم اللي ما بستحقها. No, the zeal of God's house, my zeal for what is right. Remember, living sacrifice, right? At the beginning of the chapter. And what does a sacrifice usually involve? A sacrifice usually involves fire. So, on fire, you might say, for the Lord. One commandment after uh, uh, another. Sometimes we don't like to hear uh, commandments. Because we like to think of ourselves as being an authority. We think uh, of ourselves as being independent and self-sufficient. أَنَا مُسْتَقِلْ وَكَيْفِي لِنَفْسِي If you want to think of yourself as independent and self-sufficient, think of yourself as independent and self-sufficient. And, and take your Bible and set it aside. Because you should be independent and self-sufficient from the Bible. Because the Bible teaches you that you're not independent and self-sufficient. <laughs> you can think what you want, but it won't be biblical. Uh, but it won't be uh, uh, biblical. Uh, the Bible says, uh, at the end of verse 11, uh, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Now, someone might think, oh, serving the Lord, yes, uh, Paul should be serving the Lord. Peter, James, John, they should be serving the Lord. Uh, people like Stephen and Philip, they had positions uh, in the early church. Uh, their positions had to do with what? The ministry of helping the poor and the needy, widows, orphans, giving them food. Yes, they should serve the Lord. But I'm just a quote-unquote ordinary believer. And I don't have a position at church. I'm not a pastor, teacher, Sunday school teacher, something or the other like that. I'm just an ordinary believer. Every believer is a servant of the Lord. This is the truth, and it should be the truth in practice. And let me just say that the believer, any believer, should not be ordinary. Every believer should be special, extra special, extraordinary. Every believer should strive to reach to the level of what is set before us, of what is uh, set before us. If the Bible says that we should be serving the Lord, then that means that we should be serving uh, uh, the Lord. Turn with me to uh, some passages, other passages which speak of this. 
sometimes it's useful to understand that it's not just one phrase that appears in one place. Uh, Psalm 86 and verse uh, 16. Psalm 86 and verse uh, 16, the Bible says, O turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant and save the son of thine handmaid. Psalm 116 and verse 16. Mazmur miyu sattash, wal'adat sattash. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. Also in the Psalms, Psalm 100 and verse 3, Mazmur miyi wa al'adat tleti. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse uh, 19 uh, tells us that we are not our own. That we are bought with a price. And therefore... We should glorify God in our body, which belongs to him. Yes, our body. That's what it says. Romans chapter 12, beginning of the chapter. Offer your bodies to the Lord as a living sacrifice. He died for all, Second Corinthians 5, that they which live should not live to themselves, but unto him who died for them and rose again. Romans 14. No man lives to himself. No man dies to himself. If we live, we, excuse me, we live unto the Lord. If we die, we die unto the Lord. If we live or die, we are the Lord's. If you look at the beginning of the books of the uh, Bible, especially the letters of Paul, but this also applies to some of the other uh, letters. Paul, a servant, a servant of uh, God, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was not just because he was an apostle. Serving the Lord. Romans chapter 12 and verse uh, 11. Now, if I'm going to serve uh, the Lord, then there must be between him and me a certain connection. What if I were to walk out of this door and then go into the entrance of the building, knock on someone's apartment door, walk into their house, and all of a sudden pull out of my pocket a duster uh, they have a bookcase. I start taking book, books out and dusting them and putting them back. And then I pull out of my uh, 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 other pocket some window cleaner and I start spraying their windows, cleaning them, mopping and so on. They might say, who are you? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> All I did was open the door for you, all right? I didn't even tell you to come in. And I didn't tell you to, uh, to wipe those books, to uh, uh, clean those windows and so on. They're, they're, and someone would feel 
that what was being done was out of place. Was out of place. Why? Because I, I don't have a relationship with that person. Uh, because the first part of somehow being a servant with regard to another person is to be accepted by that person. If we want to serve the Lord, uh, we need to serve him acceptably. We need to be accepted by him. And the way that happens is through the person of uh, Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, through which he has made us accepted in the Beloved. Accepted in the uh, Beloved. The one who has received uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who is accepted. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. إِذْ قَدْ تَبَرَّرْنَا بِالْإِيمَانِ لَنَا سَلَامٌ مَعَ اللَّهِ كِيفٍ مِنْ خِلَالِ الرَّبِّ يَسُوعَ الْمَسِيحِ First Peter chapter 2. And uh, verse uh, 5, Ye also, as living stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Christ Jesus. Acceptable to God uh, by Christ Jesus. Uh, Jesus. The one who denies the Son, the Bible says, he has not the Father. In the Old Testament, the Lord gave certain commandments regarding who would serve as a priest. That not everyone could take that position. Someone who was blind could not be priest. Someone who, could, who was lame could not uh, be uh, priest. Now, many things there. Symbolic. There are some principles involved that generalize. The point is not the blind or the lame as much as it is that God is the one who sets the standards. And he is the one who says who is going to serve him. And also how. And also how. Look at the, uh, Psalm 50 and verse 16. Mazmur 50 wa al-adad 16. Interesting statement. Uh, Psalm 50 and verse 16. But unto the wicked God says, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldst take my covenant in thy mouth. The Lord says to the wicked, Why do you declare my word? It's not your place. I don't want you to do it. Remember the maid, the young lady in Philippi, who had the spirit of divination, Al-Arrafi, Arrafit Philippi, what did she say? She followed Paul and others uh, who served with him. And she said, These are the servants of the Most High God who show unto us 
the way of salvation. هؤلاءهم خدام الله العلي وبيفرجونا شو طريق الخلاص بيفرجونا طريق الخلاص ما في غبار على أصغر كلمة من الكلام اللي قالته not an objection can be raised against a single word of what she said and yet they did not want that testimony they did not want uh, that uh, testimony. Uh, the Bible says, depart, uh, Isaiah 52 and verse 11, touch not the unclean thing. Ibtahad an al-najis. Be clean, O ye who bear the vessels of the Lord. Uh, uh, and so uh, we have to uh, remember uh, that we need to be acceptable in God's sight who is acceptable in God's sight for as much as you know 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 18 that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your vain manner of life received by tradition from your fathers, but by the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish and without spot. Who are those who are acceptable in God's sight? They are the ones who are under the blood of his Son. They are the ones who are uh, uh, who have come unto him in repentance and uh, faith. Uh, 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 repentance and faith. They are the ones who are born again. Sometimes in old times a servant could be born in a certain household. Of course we are not in any way God's servants by birth as if somehow it is a matter that a person inherits in his DNA from uh, uh, others who have preceded but we do need to be born again. Otherwise, we cannot see the kingdom of uh, God. The old nature is not subject to being reformed. The leopard cannot change his uh, spots. The Bible says, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible mawludin thaniyatan la min zar'an yafna bal min ma, min ma la yafna bikalimat Allah al-hayya wal-baqiya ila al-abad by the word of God which lives and abides forever am I a servant? am I accepted by God in the person of Christ? an important characteristic maybe a defining characteristic of a servant is a desire to obey and follow our Lord and Master, to regard His Word as an authority, to uh, obey. There are many things that people can do outwardly that are not really being done for the Lord. I might be standing here not because I want to obey the Lord in delivering a message 
but rather because I like standing on a stage and I like people looking at me. And all sorts of things can happen. Not for the right reason, which is that we want to obey his commands, that we want to do what he says, but rather because we have our own agenda. في عنا أجندة نحنا. It satisfies me in some way. Uh, it serves my interest in uh, some way. Galatians chapter 1 and uh, verse 10. غلاطي إصحاح واحد والعدد عشرة. For do I now seek the favor of men or of God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse uh, 23, uh, a similar statement. 1 Corinthians 7:23, Ye are bought with a price, be not the servants of men. 1 Corinthians as well, chapter 13 and the first three verses. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become as sounding bronze or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and I have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and I have not love, it profits me, it profits me nothing. There were sacrifices offered in old times that were not actually offered to God. Now they were brought to the tabernacle or the temple. They were offered upon, upon the altar and whatever attending regulations uh, needed to be uh, followed, they were followed. At the same time, look with me at the Old Testament, at the book of Amos. Hosea is after Daniel, and then after Hosea, Joel, and then after Joel, Amos. Amos chapter 5 and verses 25 and 26. Amos 5, 25 Have you offered unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, O house of Israel? But ye have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch and Chion, Kion, your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves which you made to yourselves. It was not done. At least much of what was done was not done from the heart towards God. And so it was as if, the Lord says, it was as if it was pagan worship. It was as if you're worshiping another God. Because it is not done with a spirit of obedience to the Lord and desiring to follow him and his word. In the book of Zechariah, that's a little bit uh, uh, after uh, Amos, towards the very end of the Old Testament, Zechariah chapter 7, uh, 
and verses 5 and 6 Zakaria 7 wal adid 5 wa 6 Speak unto the people of the land and to the priests saying when you fasted and mourned in the fifth and the seventh months even those 70 years did ye at all fast unto me even to me and when ye did eat and when ye did drink, did ye eat for yourselves and drink for yourselves? In the Lord, uh, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, what did the Lord Jesus say? Matthew chapter six, uh, verses one uh, and uh, two. Matta sah siti wa al adid wahad wa Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father who is in heaven. When you do your alms, do not sound the trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Shubek Sayyam. I am fasting. Uh, and some people do exactly what the Lord Jesus told them not to do. If you go on in Matthew chapter 6, when you are fasting, do not put ash on your face. Don't advertise and publicize that you are fasting. Because if you do, it means that you're not really fasting for God. You're fasting for men to appear before them in a certain uh, way. Remember that the Pharisees fasted often and they prayed often and in certain ways they were extremely active. The Bible says that they compassed land and sea كانوا يجولوا البحر والبر لكي يجعلوا لنفسهم دخيل واحد شو معنى تدخيل؟ يعني شخص بيأمن برسالتهم وبيدخل إلى إيمانهم. They would compass land and sea to gain one convert to find someone who would agree with them. And the Lord Jesus said, regarding all this activity, he said, when you find that proselyte, when you find that one person who is willing to convert to your message and receive your faith, you make him double the child of hell that you are. But يكون دوبل ابن جهنم من ما أنتو من ما من ما أنتو عن حق وحقيق. The Bible speaks of a zeal which is not according to knowledge. In the Old Testament, in the book of Jeremiah, uh, the Lord says, I did not, did not send these prophets, but they ran. Do we have an agenda of our own? Do we have a desire of our own? A will of our own? The Lord Jesus said, not my will, but thine be done. The Lord Jesus said, I came 
from heaven, not to do my will, but the will of him that sent me. The Lord Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his uh, work. What did Paul say on the road to Damascus? First of all, he said, Who art thou, Lord? And then what did he say? He said, Lord, what will you have me to do? The Bible says that the eyes of the servants look unto the hand of their masters. Why should my eye look to the Lord's hand? The hand represents what? The, rep the hand represents, in general, it represents doing. So what does the Lord want me to do? My eye is quick to try to discern what the Lord wants me to do and to go ahead and to uh, do it. Now this is not always how we do things. What happens at least a certain amount of the time? I like this commandment and I like this commandment but I don't like this commandment. And so I pick and choose. بحب الحمص ما بحب الباتنجان بحب الكراش ما بحب البيبسي we think that way somehow but you know what you're saying when you think that way and what I am saying what we are saying is that we are seated at the table and that the Lord is the waiter. Alright? نحن قاعدين بالمطعم وجايي الكارسون we look at the menu alright? نطلع بالمنيو منقول بدي هيدي ما بدي هيدي ما بدي هيدي I want this one I don't want that one because I'm seated at the table I am I am the one who is in a certain sense giving the orders. Actually, it's the Lord who is seated at the table. And we are the ones who are waiting. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you were in a restaurant and here comes the waiter and you tell him, I want a hamburger. And he tells you, well, you might want a hamburger, but guess what? I don't want to give you a hamburger. I'm going to give you a salad. You wouldn't expect the waiter to do that. <laughs> the Lord is the one who is sitting at the table. Uh, the Lord is the one who is the uh, boss. Go, King Saul, and destroy Amalek. Utterly destroy them. The Lord had waited hundreds of years and had shown long-suffering with regard to Amalek, who first attacked the people when they were in the wilderness. And the Lord waited and waited and waited, giving them an opportunity to repent. 
hundreds of years, from the time that the people entered the land, the time of Joshua, and the time of the judges that followed, until the time of King Saul, then the Lord said, now I am going to judge Amalek. So go and utterly destroy them, and destroy all that they have. That's what Samuel said to Saul. And what did Saul say when he came back? And after he had a certain kind of victory procession, a certain kind of celebratory march, some kind of parade. The parade may have impressed certain people, but it didn't impress the prophet Samuel that much. And Saul said, I have obeyed the commandment of uh, the Lord. I have performed that which he commanded. And Samuel said, But how come I hear bleating of sheep? And it was God's command that everything be destroyed. Ah, yes, well, I did most of what you said, but the people wanted to spare some of the sheep and some of the oxen so that they would offer them as a sacrifice to the Lord your God. So they would offer them as a sacrifice to the Lord your God. And Samuel said, has God as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in the hearing, as in the obeying, excuse me, of the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. أفضل من أتبيها. And so, if we are serving the Lord, we are called to obey Him in all things and at all times. And Luke chapter 17 tells us that the servant in the field comes into the house and does not become at that point the boss. After serving in the field, the servant comes into the house and he sets the table for the master, and then after that he eats. After that, uh, he, uh, he eats. Are we serving the Lord in what we do, in all places, with the strength that he gives? How are you going to do all the things that you are supposed to do? How were the disciples going to do all the things that they were called to do? The Bible says you will tarry at Jerusalem until you are endued with power on from on high. أمكثوا في أورشليم إلى أن يعطيكم الرب قوة من الأعالي قوة قوة من الأعالي. And so. As soon as the Lord Jesus ascended into heaven, they started to preach. No, they didn't start to preach because the Lord had told them to wait. As important, as important as preaching is, as important as preaching is, they did not begin to preach because 
there was a command from the Lord. And then the Holy Spirit came upon them. And then they preached in the whole world. With the power which God gave them. Which God uh, uh, gave them. Moses at one point wanted to do something good for the people. He killed the Egyptian. This was Moses in his own power. What resulted from it? Nothing good resulted from it. Nothing good resulted from it. Then the time came when he was commissioned by the Lord, was called by the Lord, the Rabb Da'a, and he went to Egypt with the power which God had uh, given. You cannot serve the Lord in your own power. You need to wait upon him, and he will strengthen. We cannot serve the Lord with the power of uh, the uh, flesh. Another thing that we would say regarding uh, service, we need to serve the Lord from, from the heart. Uh, let's read concerning this Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 through 7. Ephesus Servants, be obedient to them who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. As unto Christ. Not with eye service, as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Am I serving God? Is my life a life of service to Him, of service to His cause, of service to other believers? and of service in reaching the world with the lost? Am I a servant of God? Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, ye servants of the living God, ye servants of the living uh, God. It is required in stewards, matloob fil wakil, and yakun l'insan, ameen. It is required that a man be found Faithful. The Bible says, serve the Lord with gladness. Psalm 100. The Bible says that there is a reward. If any man serve me, John chapter 12 and verse 26, then let him follow me. Where I am, there will my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Man yakhtimuni fa yukrimuhu al-ab. Colossians 3.24 From the Lord you will receive a reward of inheritance because you serve the Lord Christ. Remember that there is a reward. Occupy until I come. And we can bury what God has given us in the sand. Or we can be busy doing his work, following his commands, serving him. And then perchance 
the Lord will favor us with those words of commendation which perhaps every believer in some way in his heart would desire to hear. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Is it so in your life? Is it so in mine? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our Lord Jesus, the one who came not to be served, but to serve and to lay down his life a ransom for many. We thank you because he said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Night comes when no man can work. And in like manner, we have opportunities to serve you. Opportunities which we should take advantage of. Because they will not always be available. And so we pray that you would help us not to be the servants of men, not to be the servants of self, not to be the servants of this world. We pray that you'd help us to serve with joy from the heart in a real way, in a faithful way, facing obstacles and difficulties persevering, knowing that you will strengthen. Help us to serve in the power that you give and help us to serve with faith that you know and that you will reward. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.